now they have tables at Seven Eleven where you can like just seat, like, like sit and eat that like like out in the open for people to see. Like that's not the way to eat Seven Eleven food. If they want to help us out. Eating at 7-Eleven should be like the old porno theaters used to be. You get a little private booth, and it's all painted in black, and just you in there, and you just slide your money underneath the window, and they slowly push a tequila through a hole in the wall. (laughs) And that's lunch. Comedian and podcaster Dan Goldberg. (laughs) Shoots! On River Heights, Winnipeg! Who wants this guy doing up here in Manitoba? It's the Manitoba Money Shot Podcast with me, Ronald George Moore. show the Manitoba Money Shot podcast with me Ronald George Moore. Uh hope you're doing well, having a great fantastic winter morning. It's uh, been rather chilly up here in the old pig. The old pig. And bundle up, buttercup, because you're going to need to uh pull out that extra scarf, get that extra layer of socks on your feet. Because the last thing you need is some dead toes and have to go to the doctor to get a B12 shot every month. Like, what the fuck's up with that? You know, life, life is crazy. Okay, you just heard Scarlett Johansson uh, by Hogwash, which is myself, Jeff Sinclair, who you may remember from a little episode back in the early days of the show. Jeff is my BFF. He's my he's my Jabeth. <laughs> and, uh, 
Yeah, that was their old band. Hogwash. Uh, I've mentioned before that we were slop rock, and that track, by God, is very, very sloppy. And uh, I'm shocked that Jeff agreed to (laughs) allow it to be on uh, the show. And I say Jeff agreed because he's very particular about what what can be listened to whereas i like i'm like get it out there let's just record it get it out he likes to fine tune and shape and every little detail has to be proper which you got to respect you got to love that uh but i'm just like hey man we're we're called slop rock for a reason let's just be known for our mistakes and also i should note chris uh our drummer and uh me on the bass Uh, Doing a little double voice action. But let's get one thing clear. It's really Jeff and his uh, magical fingers all over the neck of that axe that that make that song. Just jumping from note to note during the middle solo there. Man, I cannot believe how amazing it sounds. Like even after all these years, he lost his calling as a guitar player, that doesn't make sense. I guess a famous guitar player, like he's known for his trivia and his comedy, but he he's a wicked a wicked um, dude. <laughs> Sorry, it's early. I'm having trouble here. Okay, back on track. From 2009, that's Scarlett Johansson by the band Hogwash. My name's Frank Dribble. On the show, it's Danny Goldberg, Dan Goldberg, who has a podcast called Dan Goldberg's 32nd Podcast, which you can find on iTunes and Google Play. I don't know why we're not on Google Play. I don't know. Do people listen to Google Play? I've never... I guess so. He's on there. He's on SoundCloud as well. We're SoundCloud bros. And of course, he's a comedian. He's been around... uh, He's been around so long, I thought it was longer than... Then he says he's been around eight years. And um, just because I associate him with the uh, comedy at the Cavern Days. As a matter of fact, he started hosting near the end of its run because it's no longer running. In fact, the bar is no longer, is closing. And since we're talking about that, let me just mention right now a show coming up called A Cavern Comedy Christmas Special. It's one last comedy at the Cavern because if you don't know the Cavern, which is in Osborne Village here in Winnipeg, is shutting its doors because its host bar, the Toad in the Hole, is shutting its doors after, oh God, so many, so many decades. <clears throat> and uh, they're closing up shop and moving across the street where the old Bucuccinos used to uh, used to be. You know, it's just all about money, but it's, it's just an iconic spot there. And... Um, uh, Sarah Jane Martin, a comedian in the city, is putting on one last hurrah to raise money for John B. Duff, who ran the open mic there for, for so many years. And it's going to be on Sunday, December 22nd, this Sunday. Um, so go check it out. Tickets are only 10 bucks, And, of course, all the proceeds will, will, go, will be going to John B. Duff. And uh, if you don't know John B. Duff, he's a comedian in Winnipeg who... Uh, he gave birth to the Odd Block Comedy Fest, which went on uh, for a few years in the city. Very successful comedy festival. And he, um, unfortunately, has been battling cancer and now has uh, terminal brain cancer. So he is, um, he's got some expenses, uh, you know, that um, we'd like to help him out with. We being everyone in the city who love him which is everyone, because he's given so much as far as stage to young performers and laughter to, uh, to several audiences around uh, the province of North America. So go check it out. And, uh, and other friends of the show will be performing. Keener. Um, who else? Corey Falvo will be there. Tim Gray and Dana Smith, of course. And um, they were all, they were there almost weekly back in the day, you know. So um, if you can, drop by uh, John B. Duff's GoFundMe page and uh, throw a little uh, love at him. Uh, Yeah, just search John B. Duff GoFundMe. 
And Dan Goldberg, as I said, will be there performing this Saturday, a Cavern Comedy Christmas special. It's going to be, sorry, this Sunday. Should I go back and edit? Nah. Sunday, a Comedy Cavern Christmas special, December 22nd. And uh, I've visited John a couple times, and he is uh, always in good spirits. And um, if you do go visit him, bring him some fries, VJ Fries. There, uh, you you can't go wrong with VJ fries. Anyway, uh, let's get uh, let's get to the show. I should mention the social medias. The social medias. The Manitoba Money Shot podcast is on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Um, you can find the show on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Just search us, so I don't have to say the uh, the handles or whatever. Also. Um, I just launched a Patreon account. Uh, it'd be nice if anyone out there could uh, throw a buck or two at me. Well, hell, it'd be uh, it'd be freaking awesome. Um, but I get it; it's holidays. But if you do want to put a little something in my stocking, I wouldn't kick you out of my tree. Now, I guess we'll just get the show going. But ugh, during the interview, during the conversation, um, I. Uh, I, I, can't, I don't even want to say it, but there's a couple of points when I, I, I sound like Bill Burr doing Archie Bunker. I listen to Bill Burr almost, you know, as soon as it drops, twice a week, I guess. And, and his, uh, his infectious manner of speaking and uh, characters he does certainly drops into my everyday conversation with people. So um, I kind of do, and I love Archie Bunker, and I love the fact that he references... Uh, Carol O'Connor's character from All in the Family, and so I, I kind of sound a little like uh, Archie Bunker in a, in a in a couple spots. And I apologize. I really, I would have edited them out if uh, if I thought I was if it didn't interrupt the flow the flow of the show. Um. Yeah. Okay. And also Dan Goldberg. He Dan Goldberg is uh, on Instagram and Twitter. I believe at Dan Goldberg two o four. I'm just going to double check it. And what you do is you get the app. There's our, there are apps on your phone. Uh, yep, Dan Goldberg 204 on Twitter and uh, Instagram. My memories of the cavern, by the way, uh, I, I performed there many times uh, doing stand-up. More songs back in the day. I would write these songs. I'd, I remember uh, trying to... There was a point when I wanted to bring like an original song every, every Sunday... And that lasted about a month, but one time I brought my girlfriend's dog, and I did some sort of, I can't sang a song about a dog in the bar, and, and then that developed into the, the drunken freestyle challenge where I always, th- at the end of the night, there would be filler. I just, if, if, if not enough people showed up and there was time, I'd uh, go up there and just basically babble and try to be some sort of eight mile rapper I guess and and to challenge another comedian and the whole idea was to be a heel and have the other person win and they always would and also because I suck at freestyle um but it was always a, a blast and uh those Monday mornings were so so tough I don't know about the other comics but man <laughs> it was really rough Anyway, like, comment, su- subscribe. Love you. We're rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Woohoo, baby. Bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, Dan Goldberg. Greetings. Hello. Comedian and podcaster. Happy to be here. He's very happy to be here. I'm just a bit of a podcaster. Well, let's blow back to your uh, roots, Dan. You're a Winnipegger. You were born yeah, in Winnipeg. Yeah. Okay, now what part of the city? This is always interesting to me. So, uh, let's see. When, when I was born, my, I lived in River Heights. Uh, me and my cousins, and not all in the same house, but we were all in the same block, like a like a mom family. It was like in Wicked. the 80s. So, like, me and two sets of cousins, my grandmother, we all lived, like, on the same half of the same block on Mathers Bay West. Right. How many in houses separated you? There's like at the most two or three, but right. that yeah, there's a, there's that many people for about a four or five year period, but and then like yeah, when I turned six or seven, we moved to Tuxedo, and then what uh, school are you at? Like elementary school? I I went to to Jewish school through grade ten, the the 
Gray Academy of Jewish Education. Right. So I'm Jewishly educated. Oh, you're Jewish? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> I know. Dan you just Goldberg, dropped the yeah. bomb. I know. I know. Dan Goldberg. <laughs> Um, wow. So well, I'm, I'm at least educated <laughs> as, as Jewish. So what was it like? What was the uh, experience of, of going to a school that was, I assume every student was Jewish? What, what was it like going to? The, the, yeah. I, I, I didn't know any difference. So I, I don't you think it would have been a lot. You weren't missing anything. Yeah. I didn't know what I was missing. For sure. Yeah. And did you enjoy uh, elementary school? Like, did you get along with people or were, there, uh, were you into any... Activities outside <laughs> school, moving into junior high and all that. Uh, only stuff that my, my parents were like, you probably should, like, I don't know, do a sport or something. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll spend some time outside with other kids, I guess. Right. But yeah, I, I, had my, I had a core group of friends, but yeah, I didn't really get into, like, a lot of... A lot of sp- I wasn't great at sports, so you, you, I didn't like getting yelled at by the other kids and the other kids' parents. So what kind of, what kind of stuff did you and your buddies do outside school? We'd ride bikes, we'd, we'd mm-hmm. go find places in the woods and, I don't know, build, build a fire out of trash. Build a we fire? Did, yeah, we used to do that sometimes. We, we'd, we'd find little water areas and, like, yeah, make hobo fires and trash bins and stuff. It was fun. Let's play hobo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I'd eat a can of beans, I don't know. <laughs> A tin, sorry, a tin of beans. Yes, a tin a of tin. beans. tin, yes. yes. What about um, learning a musical instrument? Usually that's a thing that kids, parents get their kids to do. Did you learn, have piano lessons, guitar lessons? I, I, I always liked music. I never had the impulse to learn an instrument. I think, I think that's one of those things where, I, where I'm like, that's, that's sort of like the, putting the rhythm, math, and timing all together. That I'm like, that is not how my brain works. Right, that, that, right. It's never... Yeah, trying it myself has never piqued my interest. But, right. Uh, but yeah, maybe singing. But you, you were into sing, music. Yeah, into like yeah, listening. But yeah, singing maybe would have been a thing because that's, I think that. But that's something you can do. Uh, you know, you can't just like casually like play an oboe in the shower <laughs> if you just feel like it <laughs> Not one day. Well, like it takes a lot. So like, yeah. But you had you had an interest in listening. Like you like oh, music. Yeah, yeah. What, what 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 did you like, and who turned you onto it? Uh, well, I have two older sisters, so I would steal their music. What kind of stuff? So, originally, I was just, yeah, into pop music a bit, you know, like every kid. And then, uh, yeah, when I was a teenager, I started getting into into rap. Yeah. I think, yeah, Ah. the the first CD I ever bought was Tupac's last album before he died, which was under the name, do you remember this one? Oh, uh, uh, Saint Mike Machiavelli, the Don Illuminati, the Seven Day Theory. Oh, <laughs> uh, God, that's... And I was thirteen. Wow. <laughs> and, and and I brought on the CD with Tupac crucified on the cover. <laughs> my parents, I'm surprised my parents. My parents, they were very uh, open about you know. So they knew you had it. It's nothing yeah. you had to hide. They're just like, the really, you want that? I'm like, yeah, I like it. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was that was about as far as I went. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that was just the first CD I bought, but I haven't. I actually think that's the only Tupac album I ever bought. But mm-hmm. <laughs> what other well, what other uh, gangster rap uh, were you into? That album was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, rap music just got to me. Yeah, that was that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. I was For the, the same most way. Part, yeah, like we're different generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were born um, eighty two. Eighty two. Okay, so I'm sixty nine. I'm old school. You, what would your generation rap like? Gangster, but there's well, yeah. Like, I guess I guess I'm like uh, second or third generation, like Doggy Style. Then Snoop the, Dogg, yeah, yeah, yeah Snoop was, Doggy um, Dogg. That was a great album. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, yeah, Biggie's Ready to Die came out around that time, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that was oh, uh, no, that was the one late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you were listening to rap through high school then, like through through your uh, yeah, high mostly years? rap, yeah, yeah. And what was high school like? Uh, what school is this now? Is it so, K-12? I, yeah, through grade 10, I went to the Gray Academy, and then I went to the UW Collegiate for 11 and 12. Oh, really? Yeah. How, why is that? It only goes up to grade 10? No, uh, I decided to try something else. Just, uh, you know, only, you know, I went to, like, a school with, like, all Jews to like seventy percent Jews, just to tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And yeah. were you, so you were a brand new kid. It was like going to a brand new school. You didn't know anybody. 
70% is an exaggeration, but it was probably about 40% of the people that went there were from the Grey Academy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so so I did know a lot of people coming over. But, yeah, I, it was nice to meet, you know, people from different backgrounds because, you know, a lot of the the kids I went to school with, you know, I was also... Because I was a kid, my, my parents involved me in the Jewish community, so I would, you know, see them in the summers and, mm-hmm. and you know, we lived in the same areas of town and... So, I was getting sick of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, but I got to yeah. expand my horizons yeah. here a little bit. Uh, and that is—is is it right opposite the UW? Uh, where is it, that it's a, it's it's actually the collegiate is in, is in Wesley Hall, like like the part of UW you can see from the street, the, oh, okay. the big old building. That's, oh, nice. That's the collegiate. So, Devin, how that? Yeah. It's like you're going to university. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you are technically. Yeah, I guess, yeah. You know? So, yeah, you get. When you're there, you get all the, like, privileges of a U of W student. So you can go to, like, to oh the cafeterias, God. the libraries, like, right. any anywhere the college students go, you have access to. Right. Did you find, like, other, you know, legit university students who are kind of, like, uh, looking down on you guys? Like, what the hell are you doing here, you know? Like, or did you well, think... Well, yeah, it, it was, like, I think I was there, like, the five, the fifth or sixth year the school existed. So mm-hmm. students were, were aware that there was... Yeah, there's high school kids walking around. You weren't shoved in a locker or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Did you feel Did you feel discrimination growing up being Jewish? Like, is that <laughs> is that a weird question to ask? I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, no, I didn't really see that a lot. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I the thing is, yeah, over racism, at least for me, has never has never happened. It's you know, it's it's you know more like just passive. Mm-hmm. You know, microaggression comments is what you experience. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, um, and did you continue your, your schooling through U of W? Like, uh, like, since you were there already, did you go to University I, of Winnipeg? I went, you know, I went to U of M after that. Oh, what a traitor. <laughs> well, I, I went to the, the School of Arts, so I probably would have went to U of W if they had a School of Art, but they don't. So. Right. Yeah. So uh, UW School of Arts, now, does that U, mean Black Wolf Theater? U of M School of Arts. Sorry, U of M yeah, School fine of Arts. Art. Yeah, Not theater. Drawing, painting, that sort of thing. Wow. What, what, kind, of, what kind of stuff would you, what did you like to draw? Yeah, the thing is, I never chose a path. I always liked it. So that's probably why I got into design is because it's like people are tell, telling me what to, uh, what to make, and then I make it well, and then they pay <laughs> really? me. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you yeah. never really had a drive to make anything specific or draw anything No, no, specific? yeah. I, I would do, like, projects in my own. Like, I do portrait. I, I do a lot of portraits and caricatures. Get the I hell out of here. I didn't know that. Yeah. Or like, the, like the guys you see, like, you go on a holiday somewhere, they're by the beach. Yeah, I, I can't do it that quick, though. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> All right, I need four hours. Yeah. Sit here for four hours, and uh, I can do you up. I don't now. even think I can do it that quick. <laughs> <laughs> You don't do that so much any, anymore. Well, I I do for my job. I do sometimes on you know on the side, but not uh, not for any specific game. Yeah, right, right. I'm not trying to get into galleries with my drawings or anything. Right, like right. And what 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 is your title at your at your day job? I'm a I'm a graphic designer. Graphic designer. Yeah. And you've been doing that for quite a while, right? Uh, about Same ten company. years. I work at a company that makes items that people buy. <laughs> How rare. Is, it, is that correct? That is very correct. And I design the packaging for those items so people would like to buy it when they see it. Right. Is it a demanding job? Does it keep you very busy? It seems yeah. like once you're done that, well, you got a little time off. You can uh, come in late as, you know. There's always more like, items. There's always more. People are always buying items and yeah. they always need packaging for the items. Right. <laughs> and that's where your talent is. Yeah. That's, somebody's, it's one of those jobs where it's like, yeah, I guess... I guess somebody does make retail packaging for these items. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's the thing of people telling you what they want, and you do it well. Yeah. All right. That's really cool. And somewhere along the line, you ha- found a passion for doing comedy. Where did you find comedy? How did it come to you? <laughs> Who were the people you liked uh, initially? Doing uh, comedy. I don't even mean stand-up. It could be whatever. This just goes back into the vision that, that you might have of me as like this... <laughs> It's a little outcast kid walking around the Jewish school playground <laughs> in the middle of winter with a. I, I I remember since even since I was like eight or nine, I had like one of those like uh, cases, those tape cases. Oh yeah, still got yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
so I yeah every day like recess I just have the headphones in listening to three quarters of that tape case was rap music mixtapes you know people made me yeah you know some of it was, of course was Adam Sandler and then like Adam a Sandler. bunch of it mm-hmm. was like stand up stand up albums you know that you recorded yourself or your got your sisters passed down to you or some friends might have been yeah yeah wherever sometimes you get them. sometimes it was those mp3s sometimes uh, mm-hmm. of course the adam sandler stuff from back in the day jerky boys you remember those i yeah. I, I remember the jerky boys and and i remember listening to certain tracks but i never saw the movie and yeah they was it was the, good. Jer- the jerky boys movie and anyone will tell you it's not the greatest movie, okay. but it is so fun to watch. It is like really weird, like it. You can tell like the movie takes itself about as seriously as the tapes do. Like it's just right. really silly. But yeah, one of them is that is that voice actor on Family Guy. So get out of here. Yeah, the the guy who plays Mort Goldman. He's really? one of the Jerky Boys, yeah. Oh, so he's shit. doing pretty well for himself. Was that one of the characters back then in the Jerky Boys? Was yeah, he was. He was. It, it was basically the character Saul Greenberg. Saul Greenberg. Yeah. 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 So you're into yeah. you're into like the prank phone call stuff. The Adam Sandler, very juvenileish comedy, right? Sorry. Yes. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not expecting Bob Newhart or anything. I, oh, Bob Newhart's albums are great too. Yeah, but yeah, comedy. So I I, I basically popular at the time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, how I got into it is I actually when it when I was like really young. I would uh, watch Evening at the Improv with my parents, yeah. <laughs> and, and like like at the age of six, and they would they would let me watch it because I guess they thought I couldn't understand, and I probably couldn't understand all the jokes, but for sure, I think I liked the idea of uh, of just like people talking and then everybody just reacting so crazy, just just words, nothing else. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and also yeah. back then, it's not like now where there would be a lot of bleeps. You know, I'm sure like the material was more or less guided towards yeah, network it, it, television. It was on A and E in like the late '80s, so so like there was yeah, it could be a little, so, a little a little bit of potty mouth, and it was definitely mm-hmm. it was definitely more than a six more six year old seed. So I I really uh, appreciate that my parents. The only thing they ever said I they didn't want me watching was the show you can't say that on television what that's great and, unbelievable and, and it is only because they thought it was so stupid but like it, they would never censor <laughs> anything else for for content like right. maturity stuff like sex that sex and violence okay but stupidity come on man that's yeah. ridiculous yeah 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 they don't just, waste your time they just thought, thought the humor was so so stupid did you try yeah. to sneak it in like porn of course <laughs> I heard that Got Barf there. That was a great show. Love that show. There's one they should reboot. All right, so uh, at what point did you think that, hey, this is something I might be able to, to pull off? Another like another way to think of it is like uh, there's a time where there's like a pie-in-the-sky dream, and that took a while. And then it wasn't until I saw like, like I actually went to local comedy, and it's not like, oh, the comedians made it look easy. I, I wouldn't say that at all. They just made it look like, like, uh, like open, <laughs> like, <laughs> open. Like, 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 like there were like, you, yeah, it's like, oh, anybody, anybody can do it. Not that I never thought it looked easy, but it's like, oh, anybody can, can get into it. Like, not it everyone take, should, yeah, not but anyone, anyone can. Should. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you, there aren't a lot of, uh, at least again, to, to open my comedy, mm-hmm. there aren't any gatekeepers. Right. You just have to ask the co- ask the host and they'll let you go up. Right, and also, yeah. uh, what what do you remember the very first show? Yeah, that you went up at. Yeah, that was uh, that was at the Handsome Daughter, Mike Green hosting. Really? Yeah. No, but it wasn't the Handsome Daughter. No, I guess it was the Standard back then. The Standard or Hooligans, maybe. Right, and it was uh, an open mic night. And how did you do? How did you? Do? Everyone says the first time they bombed. The the first time did well. Second time I bombed. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, I didn't have. I, I wasn't. I think I just wasn't as well prepared. I didn't have the. Uh, I, I knew I knew what to expect. I think right. not knowing not knowing what to expect probably uh, took some of the edge off for me the first time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And then once you once you got a, a bite of the stage, was it something you wanted to chomp at every week? Or let's see. Back then, I would do comedy at the Cavern. I would do uh, yeah the standard. I think there there uh, the King's Head was on tu- Tuesdays. Right. Right. So when it was your first gig outside of an open mic? 
There's a good question. How long? Oh, how long? That period? was at the Cheer. It was a Ben Walker show. Ben Walker put me in one of these right, showcases that's at the right. Cheer. Yeah. Old Ball Coach Old ran a show. Old Ball Coach at, in the Village, mm-hmm. which is uh, no longer running uh, because that place no longer exists. The staff there, all but one of them, were just <laughs> like I would. I I would do an experiment where like I would sit there for hours. And the the waiters would walk by, smile at you, wave at you, make eye contact, never ask you for, never ask you for a drink. Really? Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. I I really like that bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you end up doing uh, the rumors funniest person with a day job or any contest challenges? Yeah, I they did, pop I, up. I did rumors of. Uh, you know, I've done, I've done the rumors contest five or six times. How did you like that, that experience? I don't. I like it. It's it's. It's good to perform at Rumors. A lot of people won't come come to a comedy show in Winnipeg unless it's at Rumors. That's true. I don't know why there's that divide there, but you know, you say you do comedy in Winnipeg, they're like, "Oh, at Rumors," and then you tell them otherwise, and then and then you see the person the next time, they're like, "So you've been doing a lot of stuff at Rumors?" <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no. It could be the fact that it just seems like yeah. it, it has value. Well, it's you, it's, it's marketed well. It's well known in Winnipeg, mm-hmm. but I'd uh, say Canada. Rumors yeah. is, is pretty well known, mm-hmm. you know? Do you perform there much? I guess not these days. Like yeah, they I haven't, haven't performed at Rumors in a few years. I haven't, yeah, I didn't do the contest the last few years. Uh, I'll probably do it again, but I wasn't feeling like I wanted to go through it again. Right, yeah. Because the thing is, it's good for exposure, but if, if you don't win, then it's not... Uh, <laughs> hard on the psyche. It is, it is hard on the psyche. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I'm trying to... Try not to be a salty dog about it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no. It, every, anybody who's ever won that contest has completely deserved it. Yeah, of for course. sure. Yeah. Uh, like, because you, you got to sell, you got to do a lot of marketing for yourself, selling your own tickets for the show. And yeah. I understand why they do it. I, I get that. But, um, you know, now that I've been doing comedy for eight years, uh, yeah, some of my friends and family are sick of watching me do comedy, and that's fine. Because comedy's <laughs> not for everybody, and my comedy is not for everybody. Exactly. So it's harder to get people to to come to rumors. Uh, and you don't even want to ask. Is, so for the amount, yeah. So for, for the amount of spo- exposure I can get at rumors, uh, I can also get the same elsewhere, and it's it's a lot of uh, it's just a lot of rigmarole to be in in the contest if. Um, if I can't get as much out of it. Yeah. Um, Let's like, talk about podcasts. Okay. That's something I wanted to bring up. You yeah, host your own podcast. <laughs> I've got a bit of a podcast. It's called The 32nd Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's something that you were doing for a little bit and took some time off. And, yeah, and yeah. kind of really gone at it hardcore in the last uh, month or so. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. How, where'd that come from? And this is legitimate. This is on iTunes. This is yes. On, on this, is, this is a podcast with an RSS feed. It is mm-hmm. on iTunes. Google Play, and SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. It's called Dan Goldberg's 30-Second Podcast, and that's a, that is exactly what it is. It is 30 seconds. It's it's about one joke, just one funny thing I'd like to <laughs> tell people. Yeah. And then I splice in some music mm-hmm. to, to add a second or third punchline to it. Yeah. And that's about it. Got a graphic there. Slap it up. Yeah. That's yeah. a podcast. And you, how often are you putting it up? It seems you're very frequent with I'm it. I'm going... Yeah, the goal is uh, I'm going to try and do um, do them uh, three a week. Three a week? Yeah. Awesome. And it's still... Yeah. It, it still takes a while, but... Even though it's 30 seconds, if you're doing three a week, that's a lot of work. Especially... Yeah, yeah. It takes it takes uh, about two hours per episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's hilarious. I love it, man. I love listening to it. I love seeing it in my feed, and it's like, it literally is like, okay, there it is, and I move and, on with and, my and day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to commit. Today. Exactly. That, that's, my, that's my motto. It's, it's the least I could do. That's like, you know, I'm just trying to help out the world. They need, everybody needs a little bit more podcast in their life, and that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit more. And why did you why did you decide to start it initially? Just to start a podcast? Yeah, I wanted to start a podcast, uh, and and a friend of mine had bought me a nice podcasting mic. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get into it, but uh, again, it's like how much how much time are you gonna commit to this? Instagram like Instagram video and Vine was I think or like short internet videos were around that time, but yeah, 
I, I was pretty excited when I come up with, with the concept of the 30-second podcast. And I think there's more out there right now. But at the like time... Like 30 seconds. At the time, up. I was the pioneer in 2014. <laughs> so that's why I call myself the micropodineer. Mm-hmm. I invented micropodding, which is... <laughs> Which is podcasts that are less than one minute. Spread the word. Micropod. That's micropod. the word I invented. Hashtag I invented. micropod. Hashtag exactly. Dan Goldberg. Yes. And then I like, I like the idea of like playing with, with the editing. So the earlier ones, like the first generation season one, as it's known on, on iTunes. Yeah. Every, everything before uh, episode 44, there's uh, it, it makes a lot of them make less sense. They're, uh, they're a, little, a bit more nonsensical. But uh, in this new generation, this new season, I've kind of got... A bit of a formula down and so it kind of cool. makes it easier on me and then makes it more consistent right right and as far as like getting the podcast signing up for itunes and google play how did you go about that was someone telling you how to do it or you just did the research um i think when i was listening to a podcast one day they did an ad for libsyn libsyn okay yeah, yeah i've heard of them I've, I've yeah so them. and they yeah so it's it's a service and it just yeah Wait a minute. You don't know. Maybe I don't know what it is. It's it, a service. It, well, yeah, it's 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 a website that that that'll host your your podcasts, files, and content, and then publish them. And it's it's got the whole platform, so you can like schedule releases. And, right. Yeah. So at all, it's yeah, pretty simple. So like, you record your show. You basically just create an account, record the show, load it up to Libsyn, and and yeah. then what about the RSS feed? How did so, you go to so yeah, it, it builds it builds you an RSS feed. Uh, yeah. You've got like a it gives you a podcast uh, like a a web page where you can see the feed, and then it'll also um, once you register your RSS feed with um, Google and Apple, once you register your podcast with them separately. Yeah, but how did you know to do that? How did you just? Oh, it's got like instructions on there. I've always oh, really? been okay. Yeah, I've always been like like not. Computer savvy, like like as far as like programming, like like I, yeah. I don't like hacking, like I, I can't really get into that. But but you grew up with computers. Yeah, yeah, I grew up with computers, so I've always been like a quick learner with tech stuff. Right. Yeah. But now you're on SoundCloud. Yes, but SoundCloud, like Libsyn, will uh, will push it out to SoundCloud as well. Get out of here! I so didn't you know that. I thought it was SoundCloud was the host. Like for me, it's my yeah. host. Okay. Right. Um, so we're talking podcasts. Who, who do you listen to current, currently? You listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I, I, I used to listen to a lot more, but I've, I've cut down. Uh, but now I like... <laughs> the thing is, it's like... <laughs> I listen to podcasts with, with like the, the names. Like, it sounds a lot worse than it is, but like... Of course, Legion of Skanks. Legion of Skanks, yeah. Comtown. Comtown, like, like they do talk about cum, but it's not like, <laughs> it's not like the, the only subject of the matter show. They're just, it's uh, comedians <laughs> Nick Mullen, Adam Freeland, and Stavros Abkias. And it's just three comics talking. And Legion of Skanks isn't about skanks or legions specifically all the time. Right? Yeah. But, but they're just like funny podcasts. But that's, but you, you, you're basically, you, you, you ear towards more... Raunchy material. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like to listen to, to raunchier stuff. I don't think my my comedy gets weird raunchy, but not like sex raunchy. Right. <laughs> yeah, just like absurd raunchy. Yeah, That's, yeah. Like sticking things yeah. up the butt. Yeah, they that show gets pretty raw. They got the baby dolls on. I'm not gonna. And one of them sings a song from American History X, and they have it on every episode. <laughs> it's really? like yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else do you listen to? So I like uh, Your Mom's House. It's Tom Segura. Yeah, Christina that's a huge yeah. show. Hugely popular. Um, My Wife Hates Me. That's another good uh, Don't couple. know that one. That's Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane. Eddie Pepitone sometimes. Eddie Pepitone is my favorite comedian right now. He really speaks to me as far as like how he, how he like turns his angst into, into comedy. So mm. his podcast is great for that. Yeah. Right. Uh, the podcast that I have been obsessed with is, uh, the Festival of Friendship, Stephen Brody Stevens. I went through a period of only listening to Stephen Brody Stevens, along with, you know, Mark Maron, Bill Burr, and Harlan Williams. You ever oh, listen to yes, his? yes. He had an amazing podcast, which he, which he ended, uh, recently too. I, I, I never listened to his podcast, but his albums are great. 
And is it like, do you see the comedy special that he shot in the desert? No, but he talked about it. It's oh. just him and like some foxes. It <laughs> is. It is brilliant because he's he's so like he's so like again he gets into the absurd comedy which I'm like I I like the idea of anybody who can keep somebody laughing yeah after they change the subject matter in the middle of the joke completely like and like yeah like Harlan Williams he's got that joke about like accidentally killing his neighbor's dog but then it might come back to life, so he's got to kill it again before it sucks his brains out. Like, <laughs> like it's a neighbor's dog joke, and it turns into a zombie joke, and it still makes sense, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Let's talk comedians now. Who, who do you like locally? Who, who do you like uh, doing stand-up, doing podcasts? What, what, who, who are your, your go-tos as far as, like, if they're performing, i got to see them. Let's see. We, we got the old classics, like, uh, of course, OBC, Ty OBC, Panner. Ben Waka. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Ty Panner, Jordan Wellwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're yeah. all rumors guys right now. Yeah, yeah. They really yeah, graduated. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's there's a bunch of, of people, like, who started later that were super funny out there. There's, yeah, like uh, Matt Kay, who's mm-hmm. super funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, Garrett LeBlanc, they they were the co-winners at the Rumors Contest this year. Ty, what kind of bullshit is that? I'm like, flip a coin or something. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing is, yeah, they both deserve to win, but like one of them was missing out on having the glory of uh, being the winner. Yeah. That yeah, I think they could have, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. But right. yeah, there's uh, Daniel Kaihara. Mm-hmm. She, she's super funny. Angie St. Mars. Uh, I, I could name, like, all the Winnipeg comics. Exactly. Me. And it, it's still, there's a huge scene yeah. there. What do you think of the scene in Winnipeg as far as stand-up comedy compared to, like, compared to eight years ago, let's say? Oh, it's always getting stronger. Uh, yeah. There's more people coming out. Uh, and more clubs. Not, Crickets. More, yeah. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. The thing is, there's, I, I don't feel like there's as many shows as there used to be, but there's, there is more, there's more comedians, but... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe there is more shows, but I think it's just changed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems but like it's still very, it's, it's always been strong. There's definitely seemed like there's more scenes. Cause I remember the scene was the John B. Duff yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. You know, you had all those guys. I mean, rumors was there, but it's more like out of towners coming there to do a show, you know, but this, the, the real hardcore local scene was, you know, basically the guys going to the cavern. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, then you had Nelson Mayer, who had his, you know, group of, of yeah. stand-ups, which was like a, a whole different scene altogether. Guys that John necessarily said, no, you can't do my stage, <laughs> you know, so, so Nelson provided a stage for them. Maybe John gave off that impression, but I don't really, I, I, I don't think he banned a lot of people. I think a lot of the time it wasn't for their comedy. I think, like, one, one thing I think that helped me actually in, in stand-up was that I started um, in the world of, of art and graphic design because in art school you have critiques and you put your art up on the wall and then all the other students, you know, tell you what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. So I kind of got a thick skin as far as uh, not taking artistic criticism personally. And That's I always amazing, saw, man. I always saw stand-up as art. And, you know, of course, you know, it's your thoughts and your words and you're trying to do something. So, like... So I, I think a lot of a lot of people getting into stand up, especially if you're younger, because I got into it when I was twenty nine. So like I don't know how a twenty year old emotionally can deal with the rejection you feel sometimes doing stand up. Totally. Like the like I, I really admire younger people who have that equipment, but I, I wasn't there. I, I wouldn't have been there in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so maybe I think, you wouldn't even be doing it so, today. You would have been turned off. So yeah, I think a lot of people who think they might have been banned by John B. Duff might have just uh might might have just taken him too seriously when he give criticism of their work, and I, I I'm sure I've and I've definitely gone through that with with John myself too, like much earlier on in the cavern days, like <laughs> like oh does he hate me? But I but I I just kept showing up and being polite, and he kept putting me up even. I I know I wasn't funny. <laughs> I know I, I wasn't funny the first bunch of years that he that he put me up and he right. let me know by putting me up last but i i like in that time that i was there like i never knew of anybody banned because they just weren't funny right okay. they, they would go up late or maybe get bumped next or maybe not go up this week but yeah 
So as far as like, yeah, as I was saying, like the, the scene today is, uh, it's bigger, but is it, uh, it's different. Is it as strong? No, because there's so many places it's, expanding. It's we strong. Have yeah. Rumors, you have crickets, you have wee johnnies, you have handsome daughter, you have, um, there's one place that just started an open mic down Nest Street, which is more, yeah, not really comedy. Tail, there's one at Tales on Corden, Tales. like a book show that Julian Rowland's doing. There's Nelson's Jeffrey's still doing performance sometimes. anxieties. Once in a while, not all the time, maybe never again. So then there's ship and plow and Gimli. There's there's the right. one that Jimmy Selker. Skinner does out Selker. in Selker. Yeah, that's a fun show. Okay. Do you know Jimmy Skinner? No. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, he's been in the game about a, about a year, year and a half. But yeah, he's really funny. Super cool guy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dan Goldberg, you are, are uh, well known in this city for doing your comedy. As I said, you've done rumors. You've done uh, the new crickets. You just finished or tonight actually. Like this is gonna air later. Yeah. But you're you've hitting that new stage. Uh, all the open mics, you have all the experience now. Where do you see yourself going, like, as far as your stand-up? Oh, maybe I should have a vision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's the thing. You can't, you can't force it, right? Right. You just got to keep doing it at the level you're at until and you can market yourself. Um, but, uh, yeah, unless, unless I start making gigs for myself, I just got to keep waiting to get more. What but, was... Uh, what was your worst experience on stage? Good question. I did get my first and only ever concussion uh, doing stand-up. You're kidding. Yeah, How did that I, I don't think... I think I might might be in a handful of people who've gotten a concussion while being yeah. stand-up. Yeah. How, how uh, did... So I, I work... Uh, I run a job where I make packaging for items. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, some, sometimes I go traveling to trade shows and so I can help market these items. And... Uh, <laughs> And while and you're the, there, yeah, you take advantage. advantage. Yeah, I take advantage of being in another city, and I go Wait. check up their stand-up scene. So this this was in Salt Lake City. Sweet. About uh, 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is my fourth or fifth year at this trade show. So I've been kind of getting known in the Salt Lake City scene a little bit as the wow. guy who comes in once or twice a year for a trade show and drops by the open mic, right? Nice. So I actually, so that year I actually got on a book show um, where I did some stand-up and then they interview you a little afterwards. And it was, it, so I got to uh, talk to some, some local uh, stand-up, some local Salt Lake City stand-ups and it was, it was kind of neat. Yeah. And, uh, but it was at a venue called the Ice House and it was, it wasn't in Salt Lake City proper, but it was close. You know how, America works like they have a city and then like 10 cities all around it that are all the kind of same yeah yeah the thing is they had this real weird uh, configuration because it was an old bar the stage was really high but the entrance to the stage was about you know from the floor here and and this is audio but it was about it was about four feet tall like like some sort of weird underhang on the stairs to get up to so you actually had to crouch down to get up onto the stage. I see. Yes. Um, and so, so, and so they, remor- they warned me before I did stand up. They're like, yeah, you got to crouch down and be careful getting off. And I'm like, okay. Jesus Christ. So I did, I did my 10 minutes of stand up. Uh-huh. Got a really good response. Did my You're riding the wave. Oh, I'm really <laughs> in my head. Like, man, I, I went to another city and I just, I'm a touring comic and I just nailed it. Yes. Walk off stage. Boom. Just smack my head on this underhang. Right. And yeah, I lost about three seconds, spilled my drink on stage in front of everybody after a pet. It was, it must have been fun to watch. So it must have been like, yay! I was there with with one of the sales reps for my company and uh, the sweetest guy ever, but... uh, He's a, a medic in, in the Vietnam War. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so, like, he saw that happen. He, he's a really nice guy. And the next day, he's like, you know, Daniel, uh, thought you had a really good show last night, but uh, I was up all night worried about you with your concussion. And uh, I, I'm really happy that you're doing okay now. <laughs> like, he was, he was legit worried about me. It's yeah. great, actually. But, yeah, that was, yeah, I lost a few seconds, and uh, I had trouble with, with words for about a, a few minutes after that, so I'm pretty sure that's a concussion. Oh my right? god, Dan! Yeah, yeah that's but that's my only one. So, <laughs> uh, what other cities have you performed in? Let's see, uh, Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I did an open mic there. I, that that one didn't do well. No, I didn't do well there. That, that was a good have, mic. You didn't have your... Not a good Dan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And just yeah. uh, select ones? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Minneapolis? Yeah, once or twice. Grand Forks. Pretty cool. Have you done the Mall of America one? No. Okay. I just thought that's the only one I really know. Where, where did you perform in Minneapolis? Oh. Just some I, random I bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random bar. Yeah. Random bar. Uh, awesome. I think we're good. Oh, can we do one more thing? Or can I do the money shot? Don't forget that. Oh, but but I'd like to have you on my podcast, which is easy because I have my mobile podcast studio. Which sure. Is oh, this is great. Me. Okay. You want to do it now or you want to wait? Yeah, yeah. We can we, we can do like a swap cast. That's I'm fucking gonna, A. I'm going to really edit mine down, but you, you have the unedited version on your podcast. <laughs> sure. But so I, this is yeah. live. Yeah. So so we're going to... And it's going to fit into 30 seconds, so so keep your answer short. But now, okay. we're, now we're, we're recording on two podcasts at once. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. This is, I don't know where to look. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you get to choose the game. So I'm going to read the names of the game, but you, you'll figure it out. They're, are they're we doing the games. podcast right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, are we done? Well, <laughs> the, the, okay. the, game, the game is what's going to go into it. So, sure. So, okay. You ready, Ron? Yeah, I'm choose ready. the game. Uh, Fuck Mary Kill. No. How do you like it? No. Give it to me or why should I? Those are the games. Uh, why sh- No, let's do Fuck Mary Kill. I changed my mind. Okay. Who, who is it? Who's what? No, who would you. Who oh, okay. <laughs> who would you want to seduce? Make fall in love with you. I mean, and I then can kill them. I just can, one person. Not make, three, just one. Only you, one? You would, yeah, you would seduce them. Oh my god. To, to, get, to take them to bed, make them fall in love with you, All right. and then completely turn the corner and kill them just because Ooh. you hate them so much. It's gotta be Scott Johansson. And that's a podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, Dan, it's time. Give her. It's yeah. time. Time for the money shot. The Manitoba money shot is 100 hit, hit questions. With it. I, I'm gonna hit it yeah. right in your face, man. I'm ready for the fiesta. <laughs> 100 questions. You have to answer them in five minutes, okay? And the trick is 90% have to be truthful. Okay, no one's done it. You're episode 30. Okay, no one's been able to do it. Oh, I'm. This is episode 30 for the 30 second podcast. Thank you. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is, that is absolutely crazy. <laughs> that, that is that is synergy. That's, that's a sick. business part. That's yeah. sick. Um, so yeah, so 90% have to be uh, you know correct, and they're easy questions because uh, more or less we have to knock each one out in three seconds. So we're working together. Here. Oh, I, I know working. I, I know working about working. You're a team player. Yeah. But I, I know working in second small interviews. That, that's what my podcast is all about. Let's do it. Let's Okay. Um, all right. So tonight's money shot for Dan Goldberg is... $15 and 30 Salad. Undive. Favorite salad dressing. Ranch. Favorite salad ingredient. Come on. Beans. Dude. Worst <laughs> salad ingredient. Worst. Black beans. Name something uh, uh, triangular. Pizza. Name something cubed. Meat. Name something circular. Pizza. Name something with a wheel. Uh, pizza cutter. Name something with two wheels. Two pizza cutters. <laughs> Name something with three wheels. A tricycle. Name something with four wheels. A car you take to the pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> Name something without a wheel. Uh, me. Uh, Name something without a steering wheel. A bicycle. Name something without a door. Uh, tent. Okay, flaps. that's good. Those like, are flaps. That counts. Like, can you drive a car? Yes. Would you rather be a driver or a passenger? Passenger. Name a brand of car. Fiat. Are you a jugger? A jugger? Are you a, a juggler? Are you a juggler? No. Are you a jogger? No. How many pairs of shoes do you own? Four. Uh, what color socks are you wearing? Black. Oh, I don't know. I'll check. Uh, how many uh, uh, How many fillings are in your mouth? Four. Uh, name a Beastie Boy. Adam Yauk. Nice! Name a Spice Girl. Uh, 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 Emma Bunchen. Okay, uh, that's not right. My, Michael Jackson or Prince? Michael Jackson. Name a movie from the 70s. Uh, Taxi Driver. Name a movie from the 80s. 
Uh, Pretty Pink. Name a movie from the 90s. Home Alone. Name a movie from the knots. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. Name a movie from the 2010s. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, last movie you watched in a theater. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Last movie you watched in a the theater is... Delorax? <laughs> uh, uh, name a VHS movie you own. Or owned. The Crow. Name a DVD movie you own. Uh, uh, the Matrix. Name a Blu-ray movie you own. Don't own okay. any Blu-ray Okay, movies. pass. Do you own a 4K movie? No. Do you own a 4K TV? That's the big no. thing. No. Uh, name a TV show uh, that you binged watched. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. First TV show you liked. You can't say that on television. <laughs> Secretly. First concert attended. That was Kiss. First album purchased. Tupac's Machiavelli did on Kalumanani, The Seven Day Theory. Your favorite album is? Uh, right now, it's probably Complicate Your Mind with Violence by Lorange. Wow. Favorite <laughs> rapper? Right now, Action Bronson. Favorite singer? Halfway. But you gotta pick this up. Uh, favorite singer? Luther Vandross. Name a Van Halen member. Eddie Van Halen. Name a Rolling Stones member. Mick Jagger. Name a Beatles song. Uh, Cuckoo Kaju, I'm the Walrus. <laughs> have you been to Fargo, North I Dakota? Have. have you been to the Mall of America? I have. Name a business at the Mall of America? Peppermint Patties. Last mall shopped in Winnipeg? Pole Park Mall. Name a magician? Uh, Dan the Magic Man. Name a TV that has a judge? A TV show? A TV show judge that has Judy. a judge. Nice. Best restaurant in the city is? Uh, uh, Magic Bird Fried Chicken. Really? Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you What do you order there at Magic Bird Fried Chicken? The fried chicken, honey butter. <laughs> you order your eggs. Uh, poach medium. How would you order a steak? Medium rare. Have you ever used a chainsaw? No. Have you skydived? No. Have you been a pallbearer? Yes. Uh, biggest celebrity you've met? Uh, Kevin McDonald. Do you currently have a yo-yo? A what? Do you currently own a yo-yo? Yes. Paper, rock, or scissors? Paper. Tupac or Biggie, right there. Tupac. Name a Prince in the Revolution song. Kiss. Name a Michael Jackson song. Uh, One butterflies. minute. Name a Madonna song. We really gotta hurry. Uh, uh, Material Girl. Are you left or right-handed? Left. Do you, right. <laughs> do you golf? No. Do you bowl? No. Favorite cartoon? Uh, Family Guy. Name a business on The Simpsons. Uh, a Pooh's Quickie Mart. Name a fictional beverage. Uh, Nozzle Last book read. Uh, 30 seconds. Bite me by... by, by <laughs> Coffee or tea? George Moore. Bro, George Moore, bite me. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Smoking or not smoking? Smoking. Favorite mixed drink? Uh, 15 seconds. Coke. Favorite lo local band? Uh, the Rippers. Name a local beer. Uh, little Brown Jug. Have you, hit, have you hit a deer before? No. What scares you? Everything. What else scares you? You. Best comic to, to see you. Ah, fuck! That's it. Was that 99? <laughs> What's, no, no. I, was it anywhere close? <laughs> no. No, I, I don't uh, think got, I got anywhere close to the record. Well, no way. let's see. You got to... Uh, the last question I asked was... Oh, no. No, 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 no. The last question something. I asked was uh, best comic to see live, which was 85. No, 82. Oh, not bad. 82. I, thought, I thought I got in the 70s. You got an A. All right, Dan. Uh, so everyone, please go check out Dan's podcast on iTunes. And yeah, Google you've got Play. the time. I know you do. Yeah, you can work it in. <laughs> yeah, you can you can catch up on the entire archive in like a half hour. <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. I was thinking of, doing, of like putting like groups of ten episodes together and do five minute marathons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, you're still every week hitting those open mics. Along yeah, yeah, with yeah. The, Along with the book shows. Yeah, sometimes you see me at Crickets or uh, Wee Johnny's at a book show mm -hmm. or uh, just around You've done town. the Winnipeg Comedy Showcase at the Park Theater. I have. Mm -hmm. I have. So you're going to have a busy year. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, uh, people could find you on social media or you don't do yeah, that? Yeah, I'm uh, I pretty much only tweet, you know, my, my episodes because like the podcast is only 30 seconds long, so I'm sure most people listen to it on Instagram because they just post the entire thing there. Right, so what is <laughs> anyway, that? What's your handle on but, Instagram? Uh, yeah, I'm at, uh, I'm at dangolder204 on Instagram and, uh, and Twitter. And Twitter. Yeah. 
A lot of Dan Goldbergs in the world. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's a few Dan Goldbergs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, once again, thanks a lot, man. No problem. Always thought you were funny. <laughs> Always think you're funny when uh, I see you on the stage. You're so. the dopest, man. I'm yeah. the dopest. <laughs> right on. Thanks. Thank All you. Right. All right. Dan Goldberg. <laughs> Go check him out. Yeah. Go check out his podcast. Swapcast, baby. Snaps, yeah.